Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Good morning. Oh, you don't have to lock it. Don't lock it. Good morning. I'm not ashamed to tell 
Franklin's Praise is my channel, y'all. So you know I have to bring you this new music, right? Come on. 
Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business where principled leaders are created. Wonderful, he's my counselor.
voice of the Lord. And when the song of the Lord is fresh and precious and present, it's oftentimes easy to get caught in preparing for what's next. What God is asking for us in this season, as we who declare ourselves remnants, as we who are asking to be used by him, he's asking for a simple, not just sacrifice, but a simple and obedient lifestyle. So we, we are almost to the place, God says, where he feels like everyone that's here is here to be woven together with the remnant sitting next to you. That when we're done, we leave here as a fabric to cover the city, as a fabric to cover the nation, as a fabric to cover our communities, as a fabric to cover our churches. Let's remove, so says the Spirit of God, the spectator from our expectation. And if you could, just those that are here, if you stay, stay because God's been just that good. Not because you're waiting for what's next. You can't surrender if you've never believed. So says the Spirit of God.
give you glory. Ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu/wpmba to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principal leaders are created no Because if we leave it up to people, 
my God, we may be left out, right? But it's good to have people. But what I'm saying is that it's God that will always tend to our need. Whatever need we have, God will tend to it. So we thank God for tending to our need. My God. Because God is good. Amen. And he's good all the time. So he wants you to cast all his cares. All your cares on him. Whatever you need. And whatever you need him to do, he will do it. Because he tend to us. We are his sheep and his pastures. So he said that if you trust me, come on, I'll tend to your need. You know, you just can't cast just one of your needs or cast it and then try to take it back. But he's saying to cast your needs so that he can take care of whatever. I don't know about you, but I've learned to cast all my needs on him. And when I cast all my needs on him, whatever I need, he shall provide. Did you hear what I said? I said, he shall provide. I don't just lay this need when I want something. But I've learned that I will cast all of my needs on Christ Jesus. Because when I cast all my needs on him, not only is he going to take care of the needs that I've cast on him, but he knows what I'm thinking before I even cast them. So that's the beautiful thing. Because he knows all things. He knows all things. He's everywhere. He is omnipresent, omnipresent, and omnipotent. My God, my God. Hallelujah. So we thank God. Hallelujah. Because whatever we need him to do for us, I'm trying to help you right here. Because the reason why most of our needs is not being met. It's because we're dependent on people. Yes, God sends people to, to help us because he's spirit. But the thing is, we can't put our total trust in people. We have to put our total trust in God. And then when he sends the people, then we can receive what he has for us. Because he's God. So I need for you to go ahead and cast all of your cares on him. Hallelujah. Because whatever, 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 he will release it unto you. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Hallelujah. We praise his name. Hallelujah. We're just going into a morning of worship. We've been worshiping all morning. We're about to go into a moment of praise. And then we're going to go ahead and get ready for the word shortly. Well, we welcome you, and we thank God that you're here on this morning. Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry and Soar International Network. We thank God, Apostle Joel Azamora, Apostle Lady Robin Stokes. God bless everybody, and we welcome everybody that is here. We're also here live, not only 
inside socially, but we're here in the building. I know with I know with a little, you know, with with COVID nineteen, a lot of us been staying home and you know want to be safe. And yes, that's good. But we are open, and I believe they have lifted up some of the standards. And we do wear masks, and we ask you when you come in and you wear masks, and just being comfortable and making everybody else comfortable. What makes you feel good? We thank God. We thank God that we are also covered and protected as well. Amen. But um, I thank God for you. So come on out, 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Hallelujah. So come on out again. Come on out. We're here. Hallelujah. I believe that God is opening up. And matter of fact, we've never closed. Amen. Thank God. But at the end of the day, he's opened up the door so you can come in and feel not only the anointing on live, but the anointing in the place. There's something about when you come into the place. Hallelujah. The location. Amen. You're really able to feel God. Amen. So we thank God for you and we welcome you and we hope you come out. Amen. And remember on this evening, we're not having an evening service. Next Sunday, we have a six o'clock service. Remember, there's, there's every other Sunday that we're doing, hallelujah, Sunday service. So second and fourth, hallelujah, Sunday, 6 p.m. evening service. So please don't want anybody to come out today and we're not here. So that'll be on next Sunday. And also, I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman. Our TV broadcast will be this Tuesday, starting 12 noon. So make sure Eastern Standard Time. So most of you take your lunch breaks. We're going to be an hour. So come on on. I believe on the last two weeks we're here as well. Every other Tuesday we're here. And I believe the recording that went out um, a Tuesday, um, two Tuesdays ago, somebody said that it was, um, it was clear, but the ending was cut off. So I'm going to go back and, and redo that series because I believe that that was a powerful series talking about the giftings. Anytime things, um, when God has given us something that is a value to the ministry and to the body of Christ, the enemy will surely try to cut it off. So I'm coming back and I'm going to teach on that because I believe that when we know who we are created to be and the gifts that has been endowed inside of us to not fulfill our benefit before the kingdom of God, we're able to move appropriately into our rightful places as kingdom citizens. So I thank God for that individual letting me know that. So we make sure that you come on again on this Tuesday, 12, 8, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. So we thank God for you and we thank God for all you do. Those that are out here in um, the battlefield serving for the Lord, know that your work is not done in vain. Amen. And I just want you to understand that God's excellent name means something. That's right, because the name of the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, has such an excellent name. And when I was reading in the Word of God, I said on this... Cedar Point's Frontier Festival is back and brimming with new flavor. From May 26th through June 19th, this Old West-inspired street fest will fill Cedar Point with live bands, nightly hoedowns, and a hubbub of family activities. Yup, you'll find wheelbarrows packed with sunflowers and characters straight out of the frontier. But you'll also discover 25 cherry-inspired dishes and over 65 cocktails, seltzers, and beers. Get all the fixins plus savings to boot with the Frontier Festival Bundle, which includes admission, parking, and a tasting card. Only at CedarPoint.com. Great news. 
For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Morning, I'm going to make sure that I touch on Psalms 8. And it says, O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is thou name in all the earth. It does not say in some parts of the earth, but it says, hallelujah. That's okay. Yes, leave that on. Just cut it. Give me a little value down. Just a little. Because we're going to bring that back up. Because I want you to know that it's God's excellent name. We're still talking about his name. And this song says, he knows our name. So I know that I'm right on point with the Holy Spirit. Because this song just came on as we're talking about God's excellent name. Again, it says, oh Lord, oh Lord, how excellent is thou name in all the earth. Who has set the glory above the heavens. Amen. We're talking about a glory that man cannot set, but a glory that only God can set. So we thank God that his name is excellent in all the earth. Hallelujah. Meaning that his name goes from the east, the south, the west, and north. Amen. Meaning that his name goes from this country to the next country, from sea to sea, from ocean to ocean. His name goes far. Amen. And it says, out of the mouth of babes and suckling has they ordained strength because of thou enemy, thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. But when I consider thou heavens, the work, hallelujah, get, um, cut that down. Let's, let's cut that down so we can hear this clearly. We can cut the sound down a little bit. Okay, there we go. When I consider thou heavens, the work of their fingers, the moon, and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that they are mindful of him, and the son of man that they visit him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and have crowned him with glory and honor. Thou made him have dominion over the works of thy hand, and has put all things under his feet, all sheep, oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air and the flesh of the sea, and whatsoever pass through the paths of the sea. And it says, O Lord, our God, how excellent is thou name on earth. See, one thing we must understand is that when God made us, hallelujah, he made us in a creation that was beautiful, a creation that was something great of excellence because we were made in his image. And we know that in Genesis 1 and 26, he has appointed us, hallelujah, even lower than the angels, meaning that he has given us such an authority that he looks at us, and when he looks at us, he sees himself. So that right there is such a creation. So we bear God's image. So we have to make sure, because we bear God's image, how we carry ourselves and what we do when we're walking and talking and doing all things. Hallelujah. We were created to work for God. We were created to do all things for his glory. Meaning that when he created us, we will go out and proclaim his name out through the earth. Letting people know who Jesus is. Letting people know how he died for us and gave us life again. So he have allowed us to bear not only his name, but he have allowed us to bear, to walk in his image. Amen. And to be workers of him. Hallelujah. And not just workers, but we are kingdom citizens. Amen. So we are in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The kingdom of light. 
And it's such a beautiful thing when God have created us to walk so significantly in his image. So I wanted to say that on today on how good it is that we are able to walk in the image of God and to take on his name. Meaning that we are children of God, sons of God. Meaning that we can call on his name and anything that we ask of him, it shall be given unto us. So we should know the power and authority that have been given to us, that we can call on his name, the name of Jesus, and that everything that we are asking God to do, he will do just that. But the thing is, you have to be walking according to his will. You can't just ask for things and out of the will. Because when you're out of the will, it will not work. Let me help you, please. You have to be inside the will of God in order to get some instant. Come on, I'm talking about some right now. You know, when you put something in the microwave, is one two but when you put it in the oven it's about 10 11 so we're talking about one two some instant things so we have to make sure that we're in the will of god in order to get one two because when we're not in the will of god we may get 11 12 and that means that we have to wait until we get ourselves back into the will of god god is not a god that lies but he is a god that is true and amen and yes hallelujah so we give god the glory and we thank God for allowing us to call on his name we thank God for, for for creating us in his image and allowing us to be called sons of God and it's nothing like being a citizen hallelujah of the kingdom of God because we know that there's a kingdom of darkness but we are a kingdom of light so we thank God for being in the kingdom of light because when we are in the kingdom of light, we hold authority, we hold power, and we know that we are his. Amen. So we just give God the glory. So I just thank God for your life and I thank God for you joining us and just come on out and, and just share the word of God with us on this morning. Hallelujah. Because I know Apostle Joe has a word for us. Amen on this evening so let's go ahead and just thank god for who he is god amen but i want you to know that god also wants you to know that there is an open door season for you the door is open so come on let's go ahead and go into praise then we will pray hallelujah you know what let's go ahead and just pray hallelujah heavenly father we thank you on this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you and we come to you and we just give you thanks unto you. And right now, oh God, we come and we take authority of the atmosphere right now. And we bind all principalities and powers of the air, every wickedness in high places, thrones and dominions and worlds of rulers, hallelujah, archdemons and anything that would try to come and prohibit the word of God to set forth for your people right now now oh god right now in the name of jesus we thank you that you are operating oh god over us on this morning and that the spirit of god is with us so we bind out any distraction and frustration in the mighty name of jesus and we come boldly to the throne of grace applying the blood of jesus over us right now in the name of jesus right now we arise hallelujah over our enemies right now and they shall be scattered hallelujah today father right now in the name of jesus cover the word of god that shall 
come forth to the man of God, that the people will receive truth and that truth will set them free. We ask you, oh God, to cover our minds, cover our families, cover the nation, cover our cities and towns and neighborhoods and households, cover our children with the blood of Jesus. Hide us, oh God, from the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Keep us, oh God, from all evil seen, oh God, and not seen and remove all temptations and anything that will take us out of the will of God. Protect us, oh God, from every spirit of familiar spirit, every spirit of calamity, every spirit, oh God, that is not like you in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, that we are blessed in Christ Jesus. Therefore, oh God, we thank you, oh God, that we should not fear, oh God, but that we should know that it's love, power, and a sound mind. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we bind our fear in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we thank you right now. We decree and declare that, God, we should not fail, but that we shall prosper and go forth in what you have called us to do, not only on this day, but today to come. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, right now, oh God, we break, oh God, every dark spirit that would try to rise over us, oh God, that we would not receive the truth in the word on today, that we will receive your truth, your word, it was set into our hearts, and that we will go into a true repentance, that we shall go forth and hear the word, I decree and declare now in the mighty name, that our ears shall be open in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that the ears shall hear your word in the mighty name of Jesus, I come against right now, every ear, oh God, that will be clogged up in the name of Jesus. I unclog every ear now in the mighty name of Jesus that it will have, oh God, a clear transmission that the word will set oh, not only in their hearing, oh God, but in their hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I right now ask you, oh God, to allow their minds, oh God, to be open to receive your word, to receive what you would drop into our spirit on today. King of glory, we welcome you in this place. King of glory, we call on you. Uh, we thank you for coming in and we thank you for showing up. We thank you for backing us up in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. No weapons, oh God, that's fashioned to get us to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. And right now, we bust through every door of blessings and we receive them now, oh God. Uh, every blessing that's been released, we receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, oh God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We praise your name. We magnify your name. Oh God, we come before you. We thank 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 you. Oh God, we give you glory. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on and let's thank God. Come on, let's lift up his name. Come on, let's praise his name. Come on, come on, come on. Don't wait on me. Go ahead and bless God. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel the shift in the atmosphere. I feel the presence of God. He's already released his angels. He's already looking down. The glory of God is already in his place. We're going to receive something great on today. We're not going to be the same, but we're going to walk out of here different. We're walking out here not only in what God has equipped us to walk out in, but we're walking out with more power and more authority. Fresh anointing being released. The glory of God, the King of God have released on us. Come on, come on. Now, come on. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. We're about to praise our God. Come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Come on, come on, come on. It's an open door season. Hallelujah. 
Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal.
give God the glory. Hallelujah. 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 We give God the glory.
We about to get the word. We about to get the word. Hallelujah. Apostle Joe is preparing. He's ready. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of God. I know this word is about to do one. Hallelujah. So the next voice you're going to hear after this song is Apostle Joe L. Asamoah. Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unlimited means prayer doesn't stop. Hallelujah. Worship doesn't stop. Praise doesn't stop. And then you got soul. Meaning that the word of God is coming to that soul. My God, my God. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless your name. We magnify your holy name and we exalt your holy name. We give you all the praise, we give you all the honor, we give you all the glory and adoration in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. We've been talking about growing in the knowledge of God from last week. Hallelujah. Amen. Growing in the knowledge of God. Amen. Amen. And we were looking at Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. Growing in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We said that to grow in the knowledge of God, we need to add to our faith virtue. Hallelujah. And to our virtue, we need to add knowledge. And we said that is not enough, but we also need to add self-control, perseverance, godliness. Hallelujah. So, if we want to live a godly life, if we want to know God, we said that some of us, when we ask that, do we know God? Hallelujah. You ask them about them knowing God, they start telling you about the church that they go, that I go to um, church A, I go to church B, I go to church C, or um, I've been in a church for five years. They start telling you stories about the church that they are going and how long they've been in the church and they, they start telling you what they do in a church um, I am a pastor I, I am a, a, a choir leader I am um, an ocean leader I'm part of the choir I do this, I do that, hallelujah it's good, all these things are good to do in the house of the Lord amen but when we talk of knowing God it's not just going to church hallelujah in our generation, we have limited knowing God to just going to church. Right. We have limited knowing God to just be part of a body in a church. Hallelujah. Amen. We have limited knowing God to wearing beautiful garments in the church. Hallelujah. We have limited knowing God to just having a relationship with a pastor or somebody in a higher authority. Hallelujah. I remember... Um, I, we, uh, um, I heard two people communicating and he, one was asked like Do you, are you a Christian? so he was like yeah uh, I, I go to church I go to so and so church even that uh, uh, pastor is my, is my, uh, is my friend and like, I, I always go there I always do everything with him huh? so we have reduced knowing God to our relationship with, with other pastors or other people hallelujah but knowing God has nothing to do with you having a relationship with a pastor or you having a relationship with a, a choir master or, or somebody in a, in a higher hierarchy in a Christian hood, hallelujah, or in a Christendom. Amen. But knowing God is having faith in Him. Hallelujah. Knowing God is adding virtue. We said that virtue is good morals. So, not just having faith, but adding good morals to your faith. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
also adding knowledge that is insight studying the word of God for yourself the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God so the long as we hear, as long as we hear the word of God, we study the word of God and, and learn it on ourselves and keep it to ourselves and meditate on it. The Bible says that they that shall meditate upon the word of God, day and night, they shall be like a tree planted by the riverside, and their leaves will not wither. So as we study the word of God day and night, and we have insight in the word, nobody can tell us that God is what nobody can deceive us about God. Right. Hallelujah. Nobody can tell us what God is not. That's right. God has given us a manual mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And that manual is the, is the, is the scriptures. Right. As it is written that all scriptures are inspiration from God. Amen. Therefore, we need to study the word of God. Know the word of God for ourselves. We, we must have insight in the word of God. Hallelujah. So when I talk of knowledge, I'm not talking about knowledge of acquiring um, degree in science or, or any other. It's good to acquire degree, hallelujah. But I'm talking about knowledge of the Word of God, hallelujah. Amen. We acquire knowledge in the Word of God. We meditate upon the Word of God day and night. Mm-hmm. We study the Word of God and obey the Word of God, hallelujah. And not only having knowledge and virtue, mm-hmm. hallelujah, mm-hmm. but also self-control. We talked about self-control, amen. And we said that self-control is self-discipline, hallelujah. For us to discipline ourselves, that is self-control. We, we, we said that when we are controlling ourselves, that means that you know, we, we, we have the urge to do it. We have the desire to do it. But we suppress those desires that we're not going to do what? Do it. Amen. Amen. That is self-control. We control our desires. We control our emotions. We don't speak because we feel like speaking it. We don't act because we feel like acting. Hallelujah. But we act because it is necessary for us to act. We act because it is important for us to act. We act because there is a need for us to act or we say because there is a need for us to say hallelujah Amen. we don't say what we feel like saying but we say what there is a need to say Amen. hallelujah Amen. concerning the things of god and perseverance we said that perseverance we should add to what perseverance perseverance is different between perseverance and self-control hallelujah Self-control is self-discipline. Disciplining yourself not to do certain things. Make up your mind that this thing, um, everybody is saying that is good. I can do it, but I'm not going to do it. Hallelujah. Like, like Joseph. Joseph said, no, I know that if I sleep with my master's wife, temporary is going to give me access to a lot of things up with my master. But I, uh, he controlled himself that I am not going to do it. Hallelujah. So your ability to control your, your emotions, your, your emotions, it's not just your negative emotions, but positive emotions, hallelujah. Your ability to control your, both your positive and negative emotions, hallelujah. It is very important that we are able, as believers, we are able to control our emotions when we feel good, when we are happy, hallelujah. 
we don't lay everything out when we are happy. There are people when they are happy, you know everything about themselves. Hallelujah. They do every stupid thing around them. Hallelujah. They are not able to control themselves when they are happy. And after they, they come to themselves, they know that, oh, even though they were happy, but it led them to doing things that were not godly. Hallelujah. Even sometimes when we are in certain situations, we are not able to control ourselves, but we what we decide to do things that will, will, will take us or give us pressure in life. Hallelujah. Things that will give us pressure in and, and, and after that we know that ah we made a mistake. Hallelujah. So we should be able to control. Hallelujah. We should be able to control. When we are in, in joyful moments, we need, should be able to control our emotions. When we are in, in sad moments, we should be control our emotions. And that does not also mean that we should we should suppress our emotions. Hallelujah. But we should be able to manage our emotions. Amen. And we also said that perseverance is bearing up trials. Hallelujah. Bearing up. Like like we're able to stand trials. Hallelujah. So so, 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 knowing God is also your ability. Remember Job, hallelujah. Job was able to prove that he know God. He, he is with God, hallelujah. By standing the trials and the temptations and the tribulations that he went through, hallelujah. God threw a challenge with the devil that, hey, Job is a perfect man. Job is a good man. And Job knows me, hallelujah. And the devil said, no, you don't know what you're saying. You think that Job loves you. You think that Job is with you because... You have provided him everything. If you like, let him go. Let me go and tempt him and see. So the devil brought tribulation in his life. Hallelujah. Amen. And when he was able to withstand the tribulation, it proved that, yes, Job loved God. Hallelujah. It proved that Job was with God. Hallelujah. And God was with him. Hallelujah. It proved that Job was able to stand. When Job was able to stand, it proved his perseverance, hallelujah. So perseverance is our ability to stand trials and temptations. It's not that today we are we, we, we are doing everything in the church, we are helping God, we are doing everything because things are going on well with us, and as soon as things begin to fall apart on our on our side, no, where is God? That God really exists, then we begin to challenge the existence of God, then we begin to challenge the things of God, then we begin to question the integrity. Uh, of God, Hallelujah. We begin to question if God really exists or God that God, is God truly there, Hallelujah. But in spite of what we're going through, in spite of our challenges, in spite of our trials, in spite of our our temptations, we still believe God to be who He is, Hallelujah. We can still be in trials, we can still be in temptations, and have the audacity and the willingness to praise God, Hallelujah. We have the desire to praise God in spite of our our shame, uh, the pains that we are going through or the shame that has come upon us, we still praise God. Hallelujah. In spite of the fact that people are putting their mouth on you, you still praise God. Hallelujah. In spite of the fact that people are sabotaging you in the church. Hallelujah. You still praise God. Hallelujah. In spite of the fact that people are calling your names in the church. Hallelujah. You still praise God. Hallelujah. We don't we don't roam about in churches. Hallelujah. When we go to church. Hallelujah. And we say, oh, God sent us here to help. Hallelujah. And when tough times come. Hallelujah. Then we change our directions. Hallelujah. When people begin to persecute us in the church. Hallelujah. We change our directions. Hallelujah. When the wolves in the church. Hallelujah. Begins to Great news. 
For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Fantastic, hallelujah. The Bible says that he's sending us as ships among whoops, hallelujah. When the ships begin to roll, hallelujah, then we, we, we shift, hallelujah. But we, we are not able to stand trials and temptations in the church, hallelujah. And we have been moving from church to church and place to place, uh, seeking for, for comfort, hallelujah. We have been moving from place to place and, and, and we should be able to endure harsh pain, hallelujah. And tribulation, that is part of the Christian race. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus says that um, they that, that, that walk after me, if you, are, if you want to be with me, if you want to walk with me, then you should be ready to carry my burdens. Hallelujah. To carry the cross. Hallelujah. We should be ready to hold and stand up to perseverance. We should be able to persevere trials and temptations. Hallelujah. That is where we got hallelujah. And we were reading our scriptures from Second Peter. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. It says that for this very reason, make every effort. Hallelujah. He did not say make some effort, but he said that make every effort. Meaning that do whatever you can do. Hallelujah. Even if it's me, like whatever you can do. Amen. In other words, you should be determined. Hallelujah. So, whatever you can do, he says that for this reason, make every effort mm -hmm. to add to your faith. Hallelujah. Goodness. Amen. To add to your faith. Goodness. So, you should make every effort. It's not like today you tried it and you try to add um, goodness to your faith and you were not able to. Hallelujah. He said that make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance goodness and to Godliness and to godliness, mutual affection, hallelujah, and to mutual affection, love, amen. The other, other version says that with godliness, brotherly what affection, and with brotherly affection, love, amen, hallelujah. So, we need to be able to add to our faith. Amen. 
we need to be able to add to our faith. Love. We need to be able to add to our faith. Perseverance. Amen. We need to be able to add to our faith. Knowledge. Amen. If you read verse 9, it says that for he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Hallelujah. He who lacks these things is blind. You can't see. You don't, you don't really know God. You, you, you claim you've seen God. Hallelujah. You claim you see angels. Hallelujah. But he did not say that we should make an effort to do some of those things. Hallelujah. He did not say we should make an effort to add to our faith virtue. Hallelujah. Just virtue. But he says that we should add to faith. We should make every effort to add to faith virtue. So having faith in God is not enough. Our faith in God is not enough. But we should have add virtue to it. That is good character. Good moral character. We should add moral character to it. Hallelujah. We should add moral character to it. And virtue. So if somebody claims that he knows God. Hallelujah. That is what Paul is saying now. If we are saying that we know God. Then we should see these things in us. We don't know God because we go to church. We don't know God because we decided to become a pastor. Hallelujah. We do not know God because we decided to join a choir. Or neither do we know God because we are part of the prayer team. Hallelujah. Or the prayer department. Or we are leader in the ushering department. But we know God by having faith in Him. Hallelujah. We, by having faith in Him. We know God by adding to the faith that we have in God. Virtue. Good morals. By adding knowledge, insight in the Word of God. Hallelujah. Studying the Word of God. Meditating on the Word of God. That is how we, we get to know God. Hallelujah. By self-control. That is self-discipline. Hallelujah. And perseverance. We talk about perseverance. Amen. And the next thing that the, the next thing that we are about to talk about is godliness. He said that we should add to our perseverance godliness. Hallelujah. Godliness. Amen. We've already talked about good morals. There is a difference between having good morals and then godliness. Amen. There's difference between good morals and godliness. And that's one thing that we're going to look into. The difference between godliness. Hallelujah. The difference between godliness and then good morals. Amen. I would say that good morals is self-righteousness. Good morals is living a good life, trying not to cheat anybody, trying not to allow anybody to cheat you, and you also not cheating anybody. And you are faithful, you are loyal, hallelujah, you stick to your promises, hallelujah, 
That is good moral. Amen. Amen. You don't say that nobody is here, so I can do whatever I like. You abide by the rules and regulations of, of the nation in which you are in. Hallelujah. That is good morals. Amen. Abiding by the rules and regulations set by the, the, the country. The Bible says that all, all authority is ordained by God. Hallelujah. All authority is ordained by God. And God encourages us to obey our leaders. Hallelujah. That he has put in place. Irrespective of who they are. Provided it's not against the will of God. Hallelujah. Provided it's not against the mind of God. Godliness is devotion. Hallelujah. For the things of God. Devoting yourself for the things of God or for the kingdom of God. Devoting yourself for God. Meditating of everything. You are not you are not living like, like we talk about the fear of God. Hallelujah. We talk about the fear of God. Some people think like, oh, we can so long as we live good life, we, we don't we live good moral life, we don't we don't need that uh, Christian thing. Hallelujah. But your ability to combine uh, 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 um, good morals with the things of God, hallelujah, or, or spirituality, that is what we call godliness. Amen. That is what we call godliness. And I want us to look into the scripture in First Timothy chapter 4. Hallelujah. Verse 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4. We can read from verse 1, but read, because of time I'm going to read from verse 8. For why bodily training is of some value? Why bodily training is of some value? Bodily training, I will equivalent it to Good morals, hallelujah. Train yourself to live good morals. Hallelujah. Bodily training, like you are training yourself to live good morals. You are training yourself. You are uh, um, self-discipline, hallelujah, to live a good life. He's saying that it's of good value. That means it's important. Hallelujah. Whilst bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way. Hallelujah. So, living good morals is good. But godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the presence, the present life, and also for the life to come. Hallelujah. I read it again. For why bodily training is of some value. Hallelujah. Godliness. Godliness. Is of value. In every way. As it holds promise. For the present life. And also for the life to come. Hallelujah. 
and also for the life to do what? To come. Amen. So it holds a promise. Living an ordinary life, good moral life, does not hold any promise. Hallelujah. That's what people don't understand. You can be a good man, but not experience the promises of God. Amen. You can live a good moral life, but not experience the promises of God. But living a godly life, living a godly life, that is what holds, hallelujah, the promise. It's not just living a moral life, a good moral life, hallelujah, but living godly, a godly life, hallelujah. Paul said that godliness has value mm -hmm. in everything. Mm -hmm. Living, training your body or, or, or doing like a moral life, is, it has value in some things. Hallelujah. It has value in what? Some things. But godliness has value in everything. It is precious in everything. It is important in everything. Hallelujah. Value means that it's important. So, Godliness is important in everything. Moral life is important in some, some ways, hallelujah. But godliness is important in everything. Amen. Amen. Godliness is important in everything. So what is godliness? Amen. What is the dictionary definition for godliness? He says that the quality or practice of conforming to the laws and wishes of God. Hallelujah. The quality of practice of conforming to the laws and wishes of God. Devote, devoteness and moral uprightness. To devoteness and moral uprightness. To be wise is to live in godliness. Hallelujah. To be wise is to live in godliness. So, godliness is the practice of conforming to the will of God. Hallelujah. The dictionary says the wish of God, but I would say the will of God. Hallelujah. You, the will of God. Not just living good moral life, but you are living a life that is conforming to the will of God. Amen. Conforming to the will of God. And not just conforming to the will of God, but you also have the desire. Hallelujah. So, godliness it's when you have the desire, the willingness to live by the will of God. Like I told you about the songwriter. He said that there are certain things that I do in life that I ought to ask myself. Is it the will of God? Hallelujah. Is it worth it? Or because we feel like doing it. Becoming a believer or becoming a Christian 
It's not just coming to church and pray and God answers your prayer and then you go back home. Hallelujah. I remember there was this lady when I was back home that used to come to my, my mother's um, church. And for a while, the lady was not coming. So my mom said, she met the lady outside and asked her, why have you not been coming to church? It's been a while since I've seen you at church. And the lady said, ah, haven't you heard? The Lord has already done my program for me. I don't need anything. So why do I have to come to church? Hallelujah. So her mentality and her, 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 her mind is that when I need something from God, I have to be in church. Hallelujah. And if the Lord does what I want for me, I'm not going to church again. Hallelujah. So some of us, when we need a job, we are always in the church. We are praying to God. Hallelujah. We are fasting. We are, we are doing everything that we can. When the pastor says that we should fast 40 days, you will be the first person to come. Hallelujah. When the pastor says that we, we are going for outreach, we will be the first person to come. Not because we, we have time. Hallelujah. But because we want God to do our, our will for us. Amen. Like this joke that uh, I, I was told by a preacher that there are two cases that they were, they, were, they were praying to God that God should give them money. Hallelujah. And the one said that, God, if you give me money, I'm going to give you half of it. Just give us money and I'll give you half of it. And the other one was like, hey, what? Are you going what? No, we need to share it together. I don't need to give God half. He said, no. The other one said, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just trying to deceive God. I'm just trying to say that so that God will give it to us. He, knowing that we are going to give him half. When he gives us the half, the, the, the money, I'm not going to give him half. Hallelujah. So, when we, we come to church, just to put on a facade, hallelujah, to please man, to please God. But God knows our hearts. God knows even before we decided to come to church, God knows it. Hallelujah. What, why we are coming to church? Hallelujah. Before we decided to even walk in a church. And sometimes, some people will, will, will come to the pastor and try to Said, Pastor, oh, take this. Mm -hmm. Try to get closer to the pastor so that the pastor will pray for them more. Hallelujah. So that the pastor will pray for them more. But they are not willing, they, 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 they are not getting closer to the pastor to learn about the things of God. Hallelujah. Our generation has limited God, knowing God, to just going to church. But it goes beyond that. Amen. Amen. There should be godliness. Yeah. Godliness. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Devoted to the things of God. Mm -hmm. we, we are devoted to the things of God. We meditate upon the word of God. Day and night. Hallelujah. The Bible says that blessed is the man that do not walk in the ways of the ungodly. Nor seated yes. among the scornful. Hallelujah. Yeah. But he meditates upon the word of God mm -hmm. day, and night. day and night. Day and night. They meditate upon the word of God. So instead of going to the 
you are going to jump, hallelujah, you are going to cry, hallelujah, to, to enjoy yourself. You rather take that time and meditate upon the word of God day and night. Amen. Instead of going to parties, you meditate upon the word of God day and night. Amen. And some people go to church because they want the church to bury their, 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 their parents or their loved ones when they are not around. Hallelujah. And so when they, I, I see a lot of people leave churches Hallelujah. Because when they, they love their loved ones, maybe they were expecting much money. That the church was going to support them with much money. But the church did not support them with much money. So they left the church. Hallelujah. Some people go to church so that when they, their loved ones die, they know that, oh, that's for this church. If your loved one die, they're going to support you. Yeah. Hallelujah. So the only reason that they are going is that the church is going to support them. And I know somebody that left a church and went to another church because he knew that as for this church, if your, if, if your mother dies in that church, they, they are going to support you. Hallelujah. I don't know whether the person was praying for the mother to die or what. Hallelujah. But when he went to a funeral and saw the way the church supported the, the, the sister that the mother died in the funeral. I said, no, I'm going to this church. I'm no more in this church again. Hallelujah. Because of the way they supported the, the brethren. Hallelujah. We're talking about godliness. We should be devoted to the things of God. Godliness is being devoted to the things of God. Amen. Being devoted to the things of God. See, godliness, character, is not just living good moral life, but we are devoted to the things of God. We do not allow anything to come between us and the, and the things of God. We do not allow anybody. Paul said that what shall separate us from the love of God. Hallelujah. Is it money? Is it tribulation? Is it trials? Is it there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God? So 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 godliness is having the aptitude and, and the great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. And the character and, and the, uh, uh, the, the, the mindset that nothing will separate you from the love of God. Hallelujah. And you are devoted to the things of God. You are devoted. It's not like today you take your Bible, you read your Bible, and then um, a month's time you have not read your Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. You are devoted to reading your Bible. Some, 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 some of us, it looks strange for, for me saying that we should read our Bible every day. It look, it look, it look odd. Hallelujah. That is not the normal preaching. Hallelujah. That we are expecting from the pulpit. Hallelujah. But God will bless you. Hallelujah. But trust me, if you are going to be devoted 
in reading your Bible, you are going to be devoted in praying. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are going to be devoted in reading the Bible, praying, and devoted to the things of God, then the blessings of God shall come upon your life. Amen. Amen. What is devotion? We're saying that godliness. Godliness means to devote yourself to God. What is devotion? Devotion means that love. Hallelujah. Amen. Loyalty. Or having enthusiasm. Hallelujah. For something. Hallelujah. Devotion means you have love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for something. Amen. So, living a godly life means that you have love for the things of God, you are loyal to the things of God, and you have enthusiasm. Hallelujah. For the things of God. You have the desire to work the works of God, to do the things of God. You, you have the, you have the, the, the will, you, you have the the, the, the passion to do the things of God. Hallelujah. That is godliness. You have the passion to do the will of God. You have the passion to read the Bible. You love reading the Bible. You love praying to God. Hallelujah. You, 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 you love praying to God. Sometimes when we come to church and we pray, you say, oh, you, the church is praying too much. Hallelujah. They pray too much. As for this church, they pray too much. Hallelujah. But we can talk and talk and talk for hours without complaining. Hallelujah. And still wish we could have been talking with our loved ones. Hallelujah. So if we claim that we love, Hallelujah. So that some people can talk and talk and talk. They, they will charge their phone and talk with somebody they love until their battery runs out. Hallelujah. And say, hey, my battery is running out. Let me put it on charge. Hallelujah. But when they come to church and we pray for one minute, ah, pastor, the pastor plays too much. Hallelujah. The pastor plays too much. We should have a desire. We should have. We should love. We should have enthusiasm for the things of God. Hallelujah. We love to pray. We love to worship. We love to study the scriptures. We love to help others. We love to obey the word of God. Hallelujah. That is godliness. Willingness to do the will of God. You have the desire. You have the passion. You love to do the will of God. Hallelujah. It's not because uh, uh, you are being forced to do that. Some of us, we live our Christian life like somebody is forcing us to, 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 to do, to, to live a Christian life. Hallelujah. But we should, we should live a good life out, out, out of passion that we love the things of God, that we love to abide, uh, abide by the things of God. We love to, 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 to follow the things of God. Hallelujah. We love to walk by, by the things of God. We love to walk by prayers. It's not because the pastor says that we should pray. That is why we are praying. Or the pastor says we, we should fast. That is why we are fasting. But we love to set some days apart and, and fast and pray for ourselves and fast and pray for our family and fast and pray and study the word of God. We love to sometimes shut the TV down and then pray yeah. to God. To sometimes shut the social media down and pray to God and study 
and, and the word of God, hallelujah. And sometimes uh, 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 set ourselves, uh, ourselves apart and study and learn the things of God. We, we have the passion. We love to do the things of God. So we, we don't only have faith in God. When we say that we know God, it's not just having faith in God. But adding virtue, that is good morals, hallelujah. It's not just adding good morals, hallelujah. Good morals is not enough, hallelujah. But also adding knowledge, knowledge of God, hallelujah. And knowledge of God is just not also just not enough, hallelujah. But self-control, hallelujah. Having self-control is also just not enough, but persevering through temptations, hallelujah. When we go through temptations, when we go through trials, we should have patience. We should be able to have patience, hallelujah. We should be able to have patience to wait. Hallelujah. When God asks us to do something, we should be able to complete it. Hallelujah. Not just because we don't follow our emotions. Hallelujah. We don't follow our, our desires. Hallelujah. Our desires are saying that no. But God is saying that yes. Hallelujah. Our desires is saying, our emotions is telling us, or our desire, our will is telling us, no, this person is going to be ungrateful to you. Hallelujah. But God is saying that do it. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are doing it because God is saying that do it, but not because the people are going to do it. Be faithful to you. Hallelujah. You are doing it because, not because. Uh, 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 you want to do it, hallelujah, but because God wants you to do it, hallelujah. Like, 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 like Jonah, hallelujah. The Bible says that John, God told Jonah, Jonah did not want to go, hallelujah. And Jonah refused to go, hallelujah, because he felt like the people were going to be greedy, the people were going to be unfaithful, hallelujah. The people were not going to respond to him as he wants, hallelujah, them to respond, hallelujah. But God had a, a way of, of, of putting things, hallelujah, or, or, or the, the, the way that he wanted things to go, hallelujah. So Jonah decided not to go, hallelujah. But God said, no, you are not going because you want to go, hallelujah. But you have to go because I am sending you to go, hallelujah. You are not doing it because you want to do it, hallelujah. You are not doing it because you feel like doing it, hallelujah. But you are doing it because God is asking, that is godliness. Amen. You doing it that not because you, that people are going to uh, pay you back with any kind of, uh, any in kind or in cash, hallelujah. But God wants you to do it, hallelujah. Sometimes we do certain things, uh, and it's not because we want to do it, hallelujah. And it's not because we feel good, hallelujah. A lot of people look at, uh, look at us and they feel like we're crazy, hallelujah, for doing what we're doing, hallelujah. They look at us, hallelujah, and, and they think like we're stupid, hallelujah, for doing what we're doing, hallelujah. Because the people are not, are not responding the way, they, the, the way it is, uh, an ordinary person will respond, hallelujah. Because the people are being they, they, they are being ungrateful, hallelujah, for, for what God is using it to do in your life, hallelujah. But you're still being there for them, hallelujah. And people think that you are crazy, hallelujah. And people think that you 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 you, you don't know what you're doing, hallelujah. You better find something better to do with your life, hallelujah. But if you know that what you're doing uh, is of God and God has asked you to do, uh, don't let anything discourage you. Uh, don't let the response of the people discourage you. Uh, don't let what people do discourage you. Uh, uh, Jonah was so much troubled uh, with the response of the people. So Jonah decided not to go. Uh, he said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to go uh, because the people are going to respond this way. Uh, and when they respond this way, uh, God will change his mind. And what I told them, that 
God is going to bring a crash on you. Uh, good, but if you don't do A and Z, uh, it will not come to pass. Uh, and they will say uh, that I am not a good prophet uh, because I prophesied uh, and it did not come through. Uh, uh, so therefore, I'm not going. Uh, uh, you are uh, sometimes uh, we don't want to sing uh, in the house of the Lord. Uh, we do not want to worship uh, in the house of the Lord uh, because of what people are going to say. Uh, because somebody said A, B, and Z. Uh, because somebody did something against us. Uh, therefore, we don't want to do the things of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, the way I led the praises and worship last night, how awesome and magnificent it is. Everybody said I did well, mm-hmm. but the pastor refused to say anything mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And don't think the pastor is grateful for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to be careful the way I do things with this pastor. Amen. Because the pastor did not appreciate me in my you are not doing it for the pastor Amen. is it God that is asking you to do it hallelujah do you really know God Jesus. do you really you saying that you know God and you are doing something for God and you are complaining because your fellow man did not appreciate it and you are complaining because your fellow man do not see it what you are even doing is it God that really asked you to do it if it's God that really asks you to do it, then you should be concerned about what people will say. Then you should be concerned about what, how people will retaliate. Then you should be, we should be concerned. Just do it. Godliness is when we have passion for the things of God. When, when we have love for the things of God. Not when we are doing things in the house of God because we, I have to go to church early, you know, because I am the praise and worship leader. No, you don't have to come to church early because you are, you are the praise and worship leader. But you have to come to church early because you love the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you, sometimes we, we, we do certain things in the house of God and, and we, we, we make it seem like we are being pressured. To do what God is asking us to do. Hallelujah. We should love what we're doing in the house of the Lord. Amen. Godliness is devotion. Godliness is devotion towards the things of God. You are devoted to the things of God. You love doing the things of God. You 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 you, you have enthusiasm for the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You have you have great enthusiasm. To come and praise, to come and worship, even when you come, you know, to, to and we call you to lead a praise and worship, and, and, and it's only five people there, you you praise it, you lead it, hallelujah. You don't you don't you don't wait, hallelujah, until there are fifty people in the church. You you go and whisper into the ears of the pastor, Pastor, today I want to sing. Today I want to sing. And if uh, and if the pastor does not allow you to sing, hey, commotion. You will cause promotion in the church. And I don't understand why any time I want to sing, Pastor do not want me to sing. Hallelujah. You should be able to sing when there are five people in a church. And you should be able to sing the same way when there are 50 people in a church. 
You should be able to sing the same way when there are 5,000 people in a church. Hallelujah. That's for today. I'm not feeling fine. Pastor, <laughs> it's, not, it's not because he's not feeling fine. It's because there are not a lot of people in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. See a lot of people, they come to church. The day that somebody is not at the church, they'll be like, no, 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 today, Pastor, uh, you, uh, you told me that I should lead the prayer, prayer, opening prayer, hallelujah. But I don't think I'll be able to lead it, hallelujah. Uh, he's lying. We should have love for the things of God. We should be even grateful that, that, that we are, we've been given the opportunity to participate in the things of God. Amen. In the house of God. Godliness. Living a godly life. So Paul is saying that if we know God, if we, we are saying that we truly know God, and the way that we are going to grow in knowing God, hallelujah, is by faith. It's by having faith in God. The more we have faith in God, the more we grow in Him. Amen. But it's not just having faith, but having what? Virtue. Adding virtue to the faith that you have. That is good morals. And it's not just adding good morals to it, but adding knowledge. Hallelujah. And it's not just adding knowledge. Hallelujah. But adding self-control. Hallelujah. And it's not just adding self-control, but adding perseverance. Hallelujah. It's not just adding perseverance, but adding godliness. Hallelujah. Godliness. We should live a godly life. Amen. Living a godly life it's not just living a, a good moral life. Hallelujah. But you love the things of God. You love to do the things of God. That is living a godly life. Godliness means devoted or devotion for the things of God. You are committed to the things of God. Amen. You are committed to the things of God. You have enthusiasm for the things of God. You love doing the things of God. Not because people are going to uh, respond in a good way. I remember we were doing a program back in Africa and the first day it was powerful. The second day the pastor was preaching and uh, uh, another uh, pastor came, he was preaching and he just dropped the mic. Hallelujah. He just prayed and cut the program off and, and said, oh, that ended the program. So we finished the program and all the pastors we sat down and we were talking like usually most most of the time when you go to programs after the service the, most of the pastors there sit down and talk so the pastor was like no when i was preaching i felt like the people were not receiving my message that is why i ended the message hallelujah mm -hmm. and i was like no you don't have to end the message because because you feel like the people are not receiving the message hallelujah you have to continue with the message Maybe they are, they, 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 the Holy Spirit is convicting them. That is why you feel like they are not receiving the message. But maybe they needed to hear the word to, to the end. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes it can, be, it, it can be very discouraging. Hallelujah. When you are preaching the sermon and, and, and you see somebody sitting in the crowd with, with squeezing his face. Hallelujah. <laughs> but, but, but at the same time, people are coming from their house with, with, with their burdens. 
Hallelujah. People are coming from their house with their problems and their issues. And sometimes they may not be even flooding at you. Hallelujah. Sometimes what is going on out in their mind is, is you, you cannot even imagine. And sometimes God is using it to, 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 to speak to their life. But because you were looking at the, the, the way they were receiving the message, you quit. And sometimes God is telling you to give this message. Right? God is telling you to give a particular message. I'm talking to the pastors in the church. Hallelujah. God is giving you to give a particular message. But when we went there and we begin to say those messages, nobody was screaming amen. Hallelujah. Then we, we quickly switch. Hallelujah. They'll be like, oh, the Holy Spirit spirits I'm, I'm switching the message. He's lying. He's, he switched the message because nobody was responding. Amen. But the Spirit is not really asking to switch. Sometimes the Spirit will ask you to switch. Hallelujah. But it's not always that the Spirit will ask you to switch. So, you, 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 you want to speak what the people will hear. That is not godliness. You are speaking what God is asking you to speak. And you are bold. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as lion. Hallelujah. Those of you that know me know me to be a quiet person. Hallelujah. But when the time comes for me to speak the word of God, I speak with boldness, I speak with authority, and I speak with what? Power. Hallelujah. Because I, I, I have... I love doing the things of God. Hallelujah. I love doing the work of God. Hallelujah. And I have the enthusiasm and the will to do the things of God. Amen. I can be sleeping. Wake me out of my sleep. Give me a scripture that I know nothing about. I will still preach with it. Hallelujah. The fact that you said preach, I will preach. Amen. I love doing it. That's the same way that godliness is loving what you're doing. That's right. Hallelujah. Not doing it based on a condition. Right. What I'm trying to say is that you are not doing what you are doing for God based on a condition. Yeah. That if the people respond in a good manner, then I'm going to do it this way. If the people treat me well here, then I'm going to do it this way. Hallelujah. If the people do not treat me well, then I'm going to do it that way. No. You stick with what God is asking you to do, and you do what God is asking you to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Let God deal with those that do not respond. Yeah. Amen. The Bible says that if I ask you, the Bible told Ezekiel, that if I ask you to go and warn somebody, and then you go and you warn that person, and the person does not repent, the blood, the blood is in his, in his own hands. But if you do not go and warn the person, and the person do not repent, his blood, and the person dies, his blood is on, on your hands. Hallelujah. So if God is asking you to do something, and you are not doing it. Amen. You are not doing it. And something mysterious happened. It is on you. 
But if you do it, and the people do not respond, you have done your part. If you do it, and the people are not grateful, you have done your part. If you do it, and the people reject it, you have done your part. But you should not just do it based on the, res- on the response of the people. Hallelujah. But you should do it because you love God. Whatever God has laid on your heart to do in a church, you may be, you may be a, a, a giver in a church, you may be a preacher in a church, sometimes you may even be sweeping in a church. Hallelujah. God may put on your heart for you to sweep in a church. So the fact that you love, God has put in, the fact that God has put in it on your heart to be sweeping in a church, it doesn't matter who you are. Amen. Like, you know, Oedipo, the president of his nation, the nation was an usher in his church before he became the president. And he still remained an usher when he was a president. Hallelujah. I believe it was some of us. Why should I be an usher? Because no, I'm not a president. Why should I be a president? An usher. No, no, no. My status has changed. My status has changed. Hallelujah. I can't be an usher anymore. You don't do the things of God based on your status. You don't do the things of God based on your status. So you are you are you are you are an usher because things were hard for you. Now that God has opened a door for you, and you have become a chief security officer or a CEO of a company, you don't deserve to be an usher. Hey, you 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 don't deserve. Now God has given you the grace that you. The same church that you were in, as a matter of fact, somebody in that church picked you up, trained you, taught you how to play the keyboard, taught you how to sing. You went for prayer, rehearsal practice. They, you, you did a voice, uh, a vocal uh, uh, exercise or voice training, and you were able to pick it up. Now you have your own album. Now levels has changed. Now, you are having your, you are an artist and you have your own album. And you are moving from, from, from state to state and nation to nation. So you have abandoned that church. Hallelujah. Now you don't deserve it. Hallelujah. It's it's not, no, 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 no. You don't do the things of God based on your status. Somebody may say, oh, but he's still doing the things of God. Hallelujah. Do not despise. Forget your smaller beginnings. Amen. Do not forget your smaller beginnings. People, let's not do things for God out of conditions. But let's do things for God just because we love God. Just because we, 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 we love the things of God. Just because we, we, we come to church. Not because we want to come. Uh, we, uh, Pastor says that we should come every Sunday or every, every time of the day. But because we love doing the things of God. Right, that's right. Hallelujah. 
We're talking about knowing God. Amen. So knowing God is not just coming to church. Amen. When somebody asks you, do you know God? Say, no, I, I, yes, I come to church. No, that's not the, that does not mean that you know God. That's not the right answer. But your ability to prove that you have faith in God, that you have good virtue, you have knowledge in the Word of God. Some of us, we've stayed in the church for, for, for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, but we still don't understand the Word of God. Hallelujah. We still don't understand the Word of God. And people have been duping us. They will come to you and tell you the Bible says this, so you have to do that. And then, two, three months later, you find out that, oh, you have been duped. Because you don't know the Word of God. Hallelujah. But knowing God is knowing His Word. Right. Hallelujah. Knowing God is knowing His Word. Jesus said that I am the Word. Hallelujah. Jesus said that He is the Word. So if you know Him, you know the Word. You can't claim that you know Him without knowing the Word. So you, have no, you must have knowledge. Hallelujah. It's also about self-control. Knowing God. If you know God. Hallelujah. That's the difference between someone who knows God and someone who does not know God. You feel like, even though the person is not right and you feel like saying your mind, but because of the love that you have for God, you look at the impact that it's going to have on the kingdom of God. You say, no. I'm going to step by. Hallelujah. I'm going to step by. The Bible says that offenses might come, but woe to those to whom it might come. Hallelujah. There are certain people, you don't just gossip about them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Self control. You have to control your, yourself. I know you are you are an expert in gossiping, but for the for the things of God, for the things of God to move on, you say no. Yeah. As for this time, I will control myself. Yeah. Self-control. We need to be perseverance. When trials come, we need to stand. It's not like we love God, we have, um, we are godly, we are living a godly life, and all of a sudden, temptations come and we're like, no, we've quit. I quit. I'm no more part of this church. I'm no, more, I'm no, I'm no longer going to pray to God. I'm no longer going to read my Bible. I'm no longer going to do this. Now I'm going to do whatever I want because of what I'm going through. I was expecting God to get me out of this problem and God has not getting me out of this problem. Even look at this guy who does not, who does not worship God. He has come out of his problems. Why am I still going through this problem? Why, why me? Why is it that only me? I'm going through all these temptations. Why is it that only me? Anytime I try to help, everybody is not liking me. Everybody is... No. You need to stand. Hallelujah. Don't leave a church or don't leave what God has asked you to do because nobody likes you. Hallelujah. Like I said, if you are doing something and you know that you are doing it for God or God is the one that asked you to do it, then it should not be based on a condition. Trials coming in can be people gossiping about you. Hallelujah. Trials coming in can be people putting a, a bad name about you. Trials coming in can be people putting lies about you. Mm -hmm. Trials coming in 
can be people by biting you. Yes. Trials coming in can be your own people or the same people in the church undermining your integrity, undermining your, uh, the, the, work, the good works that you're doing. Hallelujah. Amen. Trials here can meet people in your own church trying to blackmail you. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. And sometimes they might be in authority, but they are trying to blackmail you. Will you still do things that God has ordered you to do? That God wants you to do? Or you move to another ministry? Hallelujah. Sometimes, God will put us in a ministry where there is a need. Then we move to another ministry where there is no need. They don't even need our service. They don't need our services. But because we were not able to endure. Because we were, we, we were not able to endure. Or persevere. We left. And now we've got to a place. That there is even no need for our gifts. Hallelujah. There is no need for our gifts. Sometimes there might be need for your gift there. But. God needed you. You were the person that God wanted to uplift the other side. Hallelujah. We need to endure in our trials. That is perseverance. Amen. So, we need to have faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness. I need these things to stick in your mind. That is why I'm repeating them. Hallelujah. That is why I'm repeating them. You need to be able to say that you know God because you have faith, because you have good virtue, because you have knowledge, because you have self-control. Paul said that if we lack these things, that means that we, we don't have we, we, we are we are we are blind. We are blind. Then we lack. We lack the grace of God. Hallelujah. We lack. The knowledge of God. We lack the knowledge of God. We are blind. We cannot see. Hallelujah. I don't know. I don't care how prophetic you are. Hallelujah. You can't see. Amen. And these are some of the basic things that 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 spies up your spirit. For you to see beyond the unseen. Hallelujah. You should have faith in God. You should have good virtue. Knowledge about God. Hallelujah. When you see the things of God, you will see. Hallelujah. All these things contribute to us seeing in the spirit realm. Amen. So we should have faith, good virtue. Hallelujah. And godliness. Godly character is our devotion for the things of God. We have enthusiasm. We have the desire to do the will of God. We have we, we are happy that we are doing it. We are grateful that God has even given us the opportunity to stand and preach to even one person. Hallelujah. Therefore, we don't take it for granted. 
we don't get discouraged because it's only one person. We don't get discouraged because it's only 10 people. We don't get discouraged because it's thousands of people, but most of all of them are not responding to the, the song that we are singing. Hallelujah. They're watching us like the, the song is new to them, but they all know how to sing it. Hallelujah. The way they're staring at us. Hallelujah. We don't give up. We don't give up. Godliness. Amen. We're talking about godliness. So, we will go to the last one and then we're going to bring the message. Hallelujah. To an end, I think we have two left, but we will look at brotherly kindness. Okay. Amen. Brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness. Hallelujah. Brotherly kindness. So he's saying that having godliness is not also just enough. Amen. It's not also just enough. But brotherly kindness is love towards your brethren. Love towards your brethren. In our generation, the church is where division is fine. Hallelujah. Most of the time when you go to the business, like a corporate world, people are able to put their differences beside and work together. Hallelujah. Amen. When you go to other regions, people are able to put their differences behind and work together. But when you come to the church, I always say that the only thing that a church can do together uh -huh. is by organizing a party. <laughs> right. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. If we are having a cookout, mm -hmm. then there is no problem. No problem. But if another church is having a program, how dare you go there? Okay. Hallelujah. Brotherly love. You should be able to love. Yeah. Add love to it. Yeah. We are in the same church. The same church. But when we come to church, the usher asks us to sit on the first row. Right? And he asks another person to sit beside us. And we hate that person. We don't like that person. We don't like the way he talks. We don't like the way he dresses. We don't like his character. We don't like the way he carries himself. As soon as the man is coming, or the woman is coming, we just lift up our bag, try to go to the restroom. But we know deep down in our mind that we are not going to the restroom, but because of the hatred that we have developed for 
our fellow Christian, our fellow believer, we don't want to sit beside a person. So, we take our bag, go to the restroom, come back and go and sit at the back. Or on the next seat. Hallelujah. Yet we say we know God. We don't know God. Hallelujah. Jesus said that if you love me, obey my commandments. And he said the greatest commandments is to love God, the Lord your God, and love your neighbors as yourself. Hallelujah. Love your neighbors as yourself. Now we come to church because somebody don't speak like us. We don't sit beside a person. We don't agree with a person. Anything that a person suggests in the church is not. Because somebody does not have the same color like us. So we are not going there. We don't know God. Hallelujah. Amen. Even now in the church, there is still segregation. <laughs> you have to go to a black have to go to black church and a white have to go to white church. Yeah. Africans have to go to African church. Americans have to go to American church. But we are all one. In the body of Christ. We are one in the body of Christ. Before God, there is no thing like white, black. God is not looking at us in terms of race. In terms of, in, in terms of tribe. Hallelujah. We are all one in Christ Jesus. And we need to love ourselves. We need to love ourselves. Hallelujah. Sometimes you go to certain places and they'll be watching you like, what is this guy doing here? Talking about a church, hallelujah. It's like, you don't belong here. You are not part of us. Amen. Amen. I always tell people, if we say we are going out for outreach, don't expect people that will come to the church right. to be people with fine garments, with tie and coats. Right. Hallelujah. Mm. That is not those people that Jesus asked us to reach. Those that have already been saved. It looks like the church is now, is now reaching out to people that are already saved. That is why we are not able to become one. Amen. Come, on. come to my church. But we have a lot of people that are out there 
We have a lot of people that are out there that do not believe in God. They don't trust in God. They are dealing in drugs. For the power that God has given us. Hallelujah. We have to be able to love on them and bring them to the church. And sometimes even when you go outside and preach to them and they come to the church, some people will not even sit beside them because they're looking at the clothes that they're wearing. Man, I have to be careful. This person, this guy that is, he might, maybe he might steal my, my, my something from my bag. Let me, let me go and sit at the back. They just look at the clothes he's wearing. This guy looks like a junk. He, he, he might steal my, my, my bag. Let me go and sit at elsewhere. Then the person comes to church. Nobody approaches him. He doesn't experience any love. He comes one day, two days, three days. He goes back to the streets. There's no love in the church. We are living in cliques. If you are not part of my clique, forget it. If you are not part of my clique, you won't get it. You won't, you won't get there. But that is not what God made the church to be. Hallelujah. We need to love one another. Amen. We need to love one another. Irrespective of their color, irrespective of the language they are speaking, whether they have accents, whether they don't have accents, whether they are nice, they don't, are not nice, whether they are wearing nice clothes, whether they are not wearing nice clothes, whether they are, they are undressed, whether they are not undressed, whoever they are, whatever they are, we need to love them. Hallelujah. We need to love them. If we know God, then we will love our brothers. Hallelujah. Jesus said that if people come to you and they say that they know me and they do not have what? Love. Do not do what? Do not listen to them. Hallelujah. They will say that, oh, I've seen a Christ here, I've seen a Christ here. Hallelujah. Are we really showing love? Are we really working in love? Do we truly have love? Amen. For our neighbors. If we truly know God, it should reflect on our life. And that is how we call the disciples of Christ, Christians. Hallelujah. Because these were virtues or, 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 or traits of Christ while he was on earth. He had faith. He had good moral values. He, he was knowledgeable in the word of God. Even at 12 years, he taught older people and they were amazed. Who taught him? Hallelujah. So he had knowledge in the word of God. He had self-control. He persevered and endured hardship. When he was going to the cross, the, the journey to get uh, to the cross, he endured the pain, the hardship, and fulfilled the promise. Hallelujah. He was committed. To doing the things of God. 
Sometimes he will go to places and they will try to stone him. Then he will sneak and go out and he will still come back. The same place. Hallelujah. And do the work of God. He was committed. Hallelujah. Amen. And he loved. Jesus loved. So Paul said that, learn from us as we have learned from Christ. Amen. Amen. So we need to portray and live a life that we love our brothers. That is love. We need to live a life that is love. We need to love our brothers. Brothers here does not mean that somebody from your mother's womb, hallelujah, or somebody or your biological brother, my brother here is everybody, neighbors. Brother here is in terms of neighbor. Love your neighbor, everybody around you, everybody that you come across. Jesus said that we should even love our enemies. Hallelujah. You should be tactful in dealing with your enemies. But at the same time, you should love them. Amen. Amen. You should love our brothers. Paul said that if we have everything, if we can prophesy, if we can speak with tongues, different kinds of tongues, if we can do all kinds of spiritual things, and we have no love, then we are nothing. Amen. If we can pray for a cripple to walk, and we have no love, then we are nothing. If we can pray to raise the dead, and we have no love, then we are nothing. If we can do every spiritual exercise, but love, then it's nothing. If we can do everything in the church, when we call of people giving, you are there. When we call of people coming to sweep, you are there. When we call on people going on outreach, you are there. When we call on people coming for prayers, you are there. When we call on people coming for everything, you are there. But if you do not have love, For your friends, for your own brethren, for your fellow believers, and for the people walking across the streets, then it is nothing. Hallelujah. So let us show love to our brothers. Let us have faith, walk in good virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, and godliness in our life will never be the same. You know, in life, who you know is very important. If you know God, it's very important. And knowing God brings a lot of importance and a lot of good stuff in our lives that we will discuss later about the benefits of knowing God. Hallelujah. That we will discuss later. But before then, we need to understand and grow in the knowledge of God. We need to know God for ourselves. Hallelujah. Knowing God for ourselves is adding to our faith virtue, adding to our faith knowledge, adding to our faith self-control, 
added to our faith perseverance, godliness, brotherly and brotherly love. And next week we're going to deliberate more on God brotherly kindness and then love. Hallelujah. That will be the um, seventh one. Is this? I think it's seven or eight about some um, how we will process that we have to go through to develop um, the knowledge of God or uh, to have insight to be able to see and know more about God. Hallelujah. Trust me, um, seeing visions, um, this scripture also apply. Hallelujah. You don't need to go to any place for them to mark you. Hallelujah. If you are faithful to God and you have good morals and you, have, you study the word of God, you have self-control, you persevere through things, um, you, are, you, you are committed to the things of God, you, you, are, you, are, and you, are, you, you are kind to people, God will just show you things. God will just show you visions. You will just see. Hallelujah. You will just see visions. You will just see things. Amen. So, you are not just knowing God, but this is also the foundation of a good prophet. If you want to be a good prophet, you want to see, then you should be able to have these qualities or values or moral traits in your life. Hallelujah. Let's turn on our feet and pray. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for such an awesome word. We pray that Lord, give us the strength to be hearers and doers of the word. Give us the strength to increase our faith, to add virtue to our faith, to add knowledge to our virtue, to add perseverance to our knowledge, to add to what God has given us, love. Hallelujah. We pray. The Lord, you grant us the grace and the ability to do what we are hearing now and to walk in it. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We thank God. Let's everybody stretch our hands to Pastor. Let's we pray that God pour back into him the same virtue that he had prayed um, and spoke the word of God to us, that God fills him back up with more of God's anointing, God's power, the glory of God. May God strengthen him. May God give him more vision, revelation, that even when he uses him to finish the teachings that he's teaching, that God will equip him and give him everything that he needs and bless him. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and glory to God. We thank God for everybody that's here, everybody that is listening to us. What a powerful word on this morning, afternoon. Amen. So important that we understand the things of God and what God wants us to do and how he wants us to treat uh, one another. So I stand here before um, you and I be the first partaker in that. And, and also God giving me more the ability to treat people with more love and more love and, and asking God to forgive me if I've caused any um, harm or anything to anybody and not showing but, but um, brotherly love or any kindness. So I stand here even as a leader, hallelujah of God, to be the first partaking and asking God to forgive me as we ask God to forgive you as well and those that are listening live. 
So we thank God for increasing our love and our brotherly kindness to one another. But we don't want to leave here without you giving yourself to Christ. There may be someone out there that, you know, I always say, um, you know, you, you know Christ, amen. Now, you may not have accepted Christ or, you know, asked him to come into your life, but we have all heard of Jesus. We know that God, he died for us, that God gave us a second chance because of his begotten son. So if you have not yet received him in your heart or confess with your mouth that he is your Lord and Savior and you want him to forgive you of all of your sin, don't worry about you forgiving your own sin or you forgiving your own self. Let God be God. Let God, you know, he's the Savior. Jesus is the Savior, meaning that he saves us. We don't save ourselves or we don't save one another. So just go ahead and confess with your mouth. Hallelujah. And believe in your heart today that he is your Lord and Savior, that you know that he died for you, that he gave life for you to have life again, and that he will even um, um, uh, God, um, heal your heart from every hurt, every pain, every rejection, every letdown. He will heal your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. And I know you may not even be in a church building right now, but guess what? You can receive Christ wherever you are. Somebody said they received Christ in the bar, sitting right there at the bar, about to take another drink. And he spoke to them, spoke to them. And they walked out of that place and they not, life have never been the same. So wherever you are, God can do it for you. But you have to confess with your mouth and you have to believe with your heart that he is your Lord and Savior. And guess what? He will do it right there. And guess what? You don't have to go back to kindergarten. Like Pastor said, Apostle said, if you really want the ability to see visions and prophesy and do all great things, God can give it to you right now. Guess what? When God give it to you, he can equip you and he can move you further than somebody that's been in the church for 50 years. Why? Because it was already in you. But because you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you confess with your mouth. He is ready to move you and wherever he has and connect you divinely to that um, ministry but mainly to the word of God so that he can train you, the Holy Spirit can train you to hear him and to pray and get understanding by the Spirit. But guess what? You can also receive the free gift because now that you're saved, let me be real, it's not going to be easy because the devil is coming for you. Why? Because you have switched positions. You're not on the dark side no more. You're on, you're in, this, you're in the kingdom of light. So he's going to come in like a flood. But guess what? God got something precious for you today. The Holy Spirit. And guess what? The Bible reminds us in Psalms 81. If you open up your mouth wide, you know, usually we tarry. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But guess what? You can receive the Holy Spirit just by opening up your mouth wide because you have confessed with your mouth and you believe in your heart that he is your Lord and Savior. You can be endowed with the Holy Spirit right now, speaking in other tongues and the power of God can be let upon you. And guess what? Now you can tread over the enemy, hallelujah. But guess what? It's still not going to be easy. But guess what? You got the power and the authority. That's the difference. Power and authority to overtake the enemy as he rises up against you. So I just wanted to send out that invitation to you because it's very important. This message is not just for believers, but even um, non-believers. And we have to um, give you this invitation so that you can accept Jesus. Because guess what? You can walk out the door today and that be your last step out the door. And if you have not received him, I'm sorry to tell you, you're going down and not up. Hallelujah. So go ahead and receive him on today. Amen and glory to God. So um, Apostle, that was a um, great message today. 
I thank you because it spoke to me today. Hallelujah. I really did. I thank you for that message. Um, changing my words and also, you know, like you said, you know, sometimes it's, let, it's best sometimes to let things be not said. Even though you know you're right, even though you know maybe you need to maybe a correct a situation, but sometimes it's best left not said and let God just do it. So I thank God for that word on today. Hallelujah. And we are just honored for the word today. And we're not going to be before you long again. We're not having Sunday evening service today because this, I said we're having a second, fourth Sunday. So next Sunday we'll have 6 o'clock service. So those that were planning to come, just wait till next Sunday. We'll be coming out. And again, um, and then for uh, Tuesday, um, we have the I Am a Psalms 139.14 Woman Hour, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we'll be um, on SOAR TV. And we're still talking about the giftings. Hallelujah. And for those that are still trying to give for the I Am Fenneman Project to help overcome ministerial poverty for young women, hallelujah, in the seven different um, countries that we're in, hallelujah, we're in Ghana, we're in South Africa, um, Uganda, we have not yet went to Nigeria or Cameroon or South Africa, but we're going to start this one up in London. So I'm waiting on the man of God to give us direction so that we can start that trading there and also release the products that we have for the women. So if you still want to give, you can give, hallelujah, cash app, SOAR8, or you can go to our website, SOARinternationalministries.org. Hallelujah. For those collaborators that collaborated with us, hallelujah, we thank God for you. And somebody asked me what was the um, amount it's $150 um, every six months, so $300 a year. So if you want to give $300 for the whole year, that's fine. And we know that we have already distributed out almost 4,000 products already, and our goal is to distribute out $5 million. So we're getting there, amen. And we're going to have um, our brother Emmanuel to make us a thermometer to give us like a level where we're at on distributing that so that we can see where we're rising to to make us reach that goal within our five-year hallelujah standard amen we thank let's give god the glory also for hallelujah Emmanuel Etienne. we thank god for you but we thank god for you he's helping with the sounds like today y'all didn't see me going from left to right because we got brother Emmanuel that's um being faithful and coming to help amen hallelujah you know when god is sending help like Pastor said, you got to have a love. You know, we can come to church, but you got to have a love to want to do it. The pastor shouldn't have to tell you what needs to be done. You should just do it because you see it need to be done. Even though we may not know how to do it, we will make a way to learn. Amen. It's a difference. Hallelujah. So we thank God for you. We also thank God for you as well for the things that you have done for the ministry as well. So we just go ahead and get ready to close. Amen. But for those that want to give because you love God, not give because sword needs you. Let me help you or unlimited grace needs you. We do everything we do unto God. God provides for us. But let me help you. If you want to be blessed and if you want God to open up doors, you will give because you know that God is your giver. He is your provider. So it's time now to give. Amen. Whatever you want to give, you give your love offering. You give your uh, tithes if you are a member here. 
you want to give tithes to the ministry. And the Bible, we know 10% of your tithing ain't bad. You know, uh, Pastor, I think you got a good teaching on that because a lot of times it's saying, I got to pay my bills first. I got to take care of this first. But 10% means it comes off top. Ten, like, like, like Uncle Sam, excuse me, the government, when you get your paycheck, guess what? He take taxes off top. He don't wait until you decide to pay your bills. He take your taxes off top. Hallelujah. But the thing is, God don't force us. But government force us. It's a difference. But when you do everything you do unto God, because it's God and you know he's your provider, you want to be obedient unto God. And I tell you, that's one of the things that I, I thank God for because he's given me the heart to give. Amen. And I know even though sometimes, you know, it's not easy. But I've learned that we give our 10% and we give unto God. We do what we do unto God. I want to invest my money into the things of God, the house of God. Why not just to be seen or just to no? because it's God and everything that we do for God should be in excellence. Everything that we do unto God should be our first, our best. And when we learn to give our first fruits and the best unto God, I'm telling you, look at me. Don't I look blessed? I'm, I am blessed. Amen. I'm blessed not because of anything materialistic. I'm blessed because I am um, um, peaceful, full of joy full of love i'm blessed because i'm protected i'm blessed because god loves me and trusts me you know i'm blessed not not just because the outside but i'm blessed with everything else i'm blessed to, to have strength in my body to you know so let's just give give unto god and those that are giving um you can also give to uh, uh money sign sword eight Money sign USA, excuse me, UGPM USA, amen. So uh, money sign UGPM USA as well, hallelujah. So we thank God for you, and we're going to go ahead and end our service. But again, know that God loves you, we love you, and don't forget to come out. I know with COVID, um, we are protected, wear your mask, but we are here Amen. 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Hallelujah. So make sure you make your way out on Sunday, 1045 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, every second and fourth Sunday of the month, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also have the food pantry here during the week. If you're in need of non-perishable and perishable items, um, anywhere from canned goods or chicken, shrimp, any meat, no matter if you're in Warren County, Butler County, Franklin County, um, Africa, hallelujah, Spain, hallelujah, God is here to serve you. So please um, give us a call at 513-330-6878, or you can call the other line at 513-494-6678. So make sure you give us a call and someone will meet you here to make sure that you have the food that you need, amen. And we will be coming back talking to you about the outreach that we're going to be doing hallelujah real soon here amen outside so not here but another location so we we like uh apostle said we're going to the byways the highways we're going under the bridges we ain't scared amen we're going down in the dungeons we're going down where there's drugs where there is 
whatever that is not of God, because we live in the spirit of God is in us, guess what? We're going to all dark places, and guess what? God, marvelous light is going to bring light to those dark places. So by the grace of God, may God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name. If everybody can stand. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. Could everybody stand? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. We magnify your name. Bless us as we leave this place. Cover us. Let the blood of Jesus follow us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and glory to God. Thank you in Jesus' name.